Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey guys, welcome back to According To. I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. In this week's episode, we are going to be diving into the world of personalities, specifically our own personalities. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure where this episode's going to take us, but a long time ago, I think it was honestly one of our first episodes, me and Sierra did a couple different personality tests where we did like a shortened um, Enneagram test, but it didn't give us our like actual top one I actually went back and listened to that one and like wrote down what our top three were because that was all it gave us but none of my I don't know if we're gonna specifically elaborate on Enneagram stuff but in case you guys are just curious if you're into Enneagram stuff Sierra's top three were a five one and six and then my top three were one six three Um, but otherwise we kind of have like the Myers-Briggs test results that we're going to look at and then also we might do some zodiac related stuff and if you guys are curious Megan and I have taken a couple personality tests like we've done the Enneagram stuff we've done the Myers-Briggs stuff I've done absolutely nothing with that information yeah like I know a lot of people especially for Enneagrams people love to use their Enneagrams to discover like the best ways to like communicate with other people how they feel like people like should communicate to them and like just how they interact with other enneagrams and like some people do that with the myers-briggs stuff also but like i've gotten that information i usually have to do like that for school stuff like i know i'm looking at an assignment we had to do for pt school when we first started um with like a personality assessment and like that's the only way that i know what i am same um, I remember there was, like, a couple months ago, someone commented on one of our vlogs asking if I was, like, a Myers-Briggs personality type, and they were, like, got pretty close to what I was, because there's 16 different Myers-Briggs personality types, and it's um, four different letters, and basically for each letter, there's, like, two different options. I can pull something up, because I don't specifically remember what the options I mean, I feel like were. for most people, you could easily cut down the possibilities in half because I feel like it's pretty easy to tell if someone's an introvert or an extrovert which is the first letter yeah but still I don't even know what the rest of them stand for I'm looking it up um so the first one is you can either be an e or an i and that's going to be introvert or extrovert and then the next one okay I found something I was like how come this is so hard the next one is either intuition or sensing. And then the next one is feeling or thinking. And then the last one is judging or perceiving. So this thing kind of has like a definition too, if you guys don't really understand what those are saying. So introversion and extroversion, pretty straightforward. And then for intuition, um, it's like those are people that try not to neglect details and then sensors see the bigger picture, and then feeling versus thinking. Feelers concentrate on logical decision-making. Thinkers remember to consider the effects on other people, and then judges try not to appear too inflexible, and perceivers try not to be too disorganized or indecisive. So those are kind of the categories. So anyway, we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. We are. Um, we are going to do our weekly spotlight. You can go first. Um, my weekly spotlight is going to be two things. One, I feel like TC2 is getting a little makeover and we're redoing some of the graphics, the channel banner, just like some new video concepts. And I'm really liking how things are turning out so far, whether or not the audience, uh, picks up on it has yet to be determined but I'm happier yeah I think that's good 
I'm also realizing like I should get more into like making TikToks or something because our TC2 TikTok, we hardly ever post on it, but like it has quite a few videos that like do surprisingly well. Maggie just posted on it. And before I even went back to look at it, because she posted it yesterday, I saw it right when she posted it. But then today I was like, I should go check to see how well it did. And like for some reason, I just, I just knew that it had like done well. And it has like 54,000 likes. That's pretty good. Yeah, I looked after my clinical because I could see on my Apple Watch that you had texted me and Maggie saying like, hey, that TikTok did pretty well. So in my head, I was like, okay, like how well do I think it did? And I was like, I don't know, maybe like 20,000 likes. So I saw that and I was like, dang, hello. Right? It makes me still feel relevant, which is always nice. Um, I'm trying to think if what my weekly spotlight is. I have started to like not do a great job of like thinking about these beforehand. Um, I guess my weekly spotlight Outer is Bank that season two. I, yeah, we just, we both just finished that. Um, I liked the second season, especially I will say when I first started watching it, I like was only half paying attention and I was also kind of like the season isn't as good. And then I was realizing I was on episode four or five and I had no idea what was going on. So then I basically had to go back and rewatch like the last two episodes to make sense of stuff. And then from then on out, I was like, okay, okay, no going on my phone or not paying attention and then it was better but I still think that season one was better but like season two I think season one is better too but I also think season two is really good so can't complain about it I also need to get Uh, back into watching manifest I know I need to do that too and I'm like I could also watch the third season of all-american because that's on Netflix now too yeah I like have no idea what happened in that show no right it's like quarantine part two though between outer banks and all american so another thing that i wanted to talk about because last week we kind of touched on the olympics after team finals was all that had happened and gymnastics is officially over at the olympics That's so sad so, i know all the world is going um, on but i wanted in to October, touch so there you go i wanted to touch on some highlights so suni lee came and uh won all-around gold so I was huge very happy for her I honestly feel like obviously like yeah we kind of like everyone imagined Simone winning gold in the all-around but I could not be happier for her I think she really deserved it um and then Jade got eighth during the all-around final which is pretty good for her because she's a specialist I also feel like I feel so sorry like bad for what happened with Simone in terms of like dealing with all of that but I also feel really glad that all of the girls that ended up going got to get a medal because that would not have happened otherwise probably and Mm -hmm. so I just think that you know if there's a reason or things work out for whatever reason like that's what happened a silver lining uh what else happened Michaela Skinner got silver on vault Jade unfortunately did not do well I felt good about her floor, though, even after that vault happened. I was like, it's okay. She's going to come back and do well. And she did. She came back and she got gold on floor. Uh, What else happened? Set. Bars. um, Suni got bronze. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I tried getting up. Hello. (laughs) I woke up. Me and Sierra both woke up at like 3.45 in the morning to try and watch the vault finals were first, right? No, it was, yeah. Yeah, it was vault first. And so we were both, like, in our rooms separately because I didn't even know Sierra got up. And then she, like, texted me, so I knew she was up. But finished watching vault. And then I was like, okay, I have um, a half hour or so until uneven bars finals because then they jumped back to another men's event. And I was so tired. So I went back to sleep or kind of tried falling back asleep. And then I woke up for bars. And then Suni went first. And she didn't. She did a good routine, but, like, her difficulty dropped down because I guess she, like, made mistakes that I couldn't see, but she was supposed to connect stuff. So her um, difficulty dropped down. And so then I was like, oh, well, now she's not going to medal. And I looked at qualification scores for bars, and there were so many people that had scored above what she just scored. So I was like, okay, well, honestly, I'm tired. I'm going back to bed. Um, And then I woke up to – I actually – I went on Twitter thinking I would see – if she had won, but all I could see was Michaela Skinner and Vault, so I didn't think that she meddled until Sierra like told me, no, she got bronze, and I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Simone's B routine, she 
downgraded her dismount, so it's just a double pike. I predicted that. I'm sure a lot of people did. Yeah, I think that was the only thing that she, like, purposely downgraded. I know she missed a few connections, but I think that was the only purposeful change. Which I was going to ask, I don't know if you would know this, but did the gold or silver medalist on beam have much higher difficulty than her? Um, I am not sure, but I think an article that I read said that they were actually, like, favorites for the event final anyways. Oh. Well, I'm, like, I'm not skilled when it comes to, like, looking at, like, the elite level. But I thought, like, Simone did a good routine. I know, I saw it too, yeah. Miss connections and stuff. And, like, the gold medalist, like, I saw had a couple of baubles and stuff. So I was, like, it wasn't that far off, but it was, like, 0.633 or something off. Yeah, so I, I don't know. know the they're the I didn't even see the other routines. That's all I had to share about gymnastics. Don't ask me anything about men's gymnastics. Unfortunately, Sam didn't medal. Did any of the guys medal? No. It's tough. There's such steep international competition for men's gymnastics. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to start out with a specific category or what are you thinking? First, let's talk about what are, um, I guess let's start with Myers-Briggs. And we can start off by saying what our type is. Okay. I start off with, or we just say like the name of our title or whatever? Do like the letters. Okay. I am an ISFJA. I am an INFJ. So we just have one letter difference? Do you have an A at the end? Well, yeah, it's like dash A. Are you called an advocate? No, I'm a defender. Oh. Well, then I don't... Oh, I think it splits it into assertive versus... If it's dash T, it's something else. But I wasn't fully paying attention to the dash. You want to know something interesting? I found percentages of, like, the population. This is from personalitymax.com, so take it for what it's worth. But I was looking at what percentage the population was for, like, each personality type... And my type is the rarest one, less than 2% of the population. Really? Yeah. You're a rare breed. I'm unique. What is yours again? And I can see what the pot. I-S-F-J-A. You are 13%. 13% of the population. That's like... What's the most common one? I think that is that is the most common one. <laughs> so really? you're the most... You're the most common. And I'm the least common. We're only off by one letter. So that one is... Let me go back to that picture that I was looking at so I can see what the letters stand for. So our different one... You're a sensor. You see the bigger picture... And I try not to neglect the details. Is the difference between us? Hmm. That's the difference between 2% and 13% of the population. Yeah. So I see the bigger picture? Yeah. It's good that that's the more common one. We need people looking out for each other. So I found an interesting article that is, is your Myers-Briggs temperament reflected by what you buy at Ikea? I have... What if you've never been to Ikea? I don't know. We've been to Ikea at the Mall of America. Okay, do you remember anything about it? No, but I'm taking a quiz. Should I do it for myself? Should we do it together? What do you think? You can do it yourself. I'll describe the couches to you guys. So we have four couch options. One is a blue funky couch with like, it looks like spikes, but whatever. Then we have a very sleek modern black couch. Then we have like a light blue normal looking couch. And then we have a red normal looking couch. I'm going to go for the light blue. Pick a bed. There's a loft bed, which if if I was a child... I love loft beds. 
Um, then there's a wood one, which I like the most, because then there's just, like, a black, plain wood one, and there's a metal frame one, so I like the wood one. Bedside table, or sorry, a lamp. We have a, like, lava lamp, a horn, I don't know what that is, a normal lamp, and then, like, a more industrial-looking decorative lamp, which I'm going to go with the first one. There's only eight questions, so bear with me on this. Pick a shower curtain for your bathroom. We have like a white one with purple flowers on it, a gray one, a white one that like has a cartoon of water dripping from a shower, and then we have a very colorful one. Should I do the gray one or the white one with drips on it? I like the. I don't know. I can't see that. Gray one. I don't know. Pick a rug. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna pick one. It's a pretty boring plain brown one. Pick a plate. I love plain white plates, so that's what I'm picking. And then a children's toy. An abacus? Okay. How do those work? We have a stuffed dog, a play kitchen, and watercolor paints. I'm going to go with the stuffed dog. Pick a food item. Chocolate butterscotch spread. Oat biscuits, Swedish meatballs, frozen pancakes. Why? Um, I will go with Swedish meatballs. My temperament is SJ, which is not correct. It says, as a guardian, you love rules and find the most enjoyment out of life. When you follow them, you're a great... You're great at organization and always keep a professional demeanor. When it comes to decorating, you go for what's on trend while also keeping practicality in mind. All of that, and it's not even your right personality type. Hey, who would have thought of combining IKEA and 16 different personality types from an eight-question quiz? I am laughing. I was on the 16personalities.com website, which is like the Myers-Briggs personality website and I was just like looking at some of their tabs and they have like strengths and weakness, no, romantic relationships, friendships. Gonna, isn't it spot on? At least mine was. I felt like well, mine was spot on. I don't want to go over this too much because I feel like this is probably what we did for the first episode but this phrase for the romantic relationships really made me laugh. It was the trouble is these are wait hold on oh the trouble is, these are the benefits of an established long-term relationship, and Defender's unbearable shyness means it can take a long time to reach this point. Unbearable. <laughs> mine, had <laughs> a, like, Ooh. mine had a line that says, some advocates might hold out for a perfect partner or relationship that ultimately does not exist. Oh, good. <laughs> good, good, good. Good. I love that. What else did mine really say? good. Like, have unrealistic expectations. Um... Mine says, they take dating seriously and only enter into relationships that have a real chance of lasting a lifetime. Hey, but you're in the majority here. There's a lot of people with your personality type. Yeah. It says, defenders, shyness, and sen- sensitivity shield What are, or wait, I read that wrong. Defenders, shyness, and sensitivity shield what are beneath the surface incredibly strong feelings. That's actually not that interesting. I thought I would say something else. That was funny. Okay, so what I think would be fun to do next mm. is when I've looked some stuff up about, like, compatibility based off of Myers-Briggs, there are some that have, like, different things than just opposite, but a lot of times, like, they just do, like, the direct opposite. So I'm going to search up the direct opposite for yours and kind of see what it says, and you can see if you think that you would like that person or not. Okay. If I would like them in what way? Just if they sound like, if the personality sounds intriguing, I guess from like a relationship standpoint. Okay. So hold on. Make sure you know that what I I've have always thought was weird. What? How, and like this, I'm not into zodiac signs, but I've always thought it was so weird when people like would ask what someone's zodiac sign is, like on a date or something. Because then it's like, is that good or bad? Yeah. And then you're like, so if I'm. A Virgo, you're just not going to date me? Hold on. I have... This is such, like, an unrelated point, but it is related. I was listening to an episode of 
we met at acme is that the name of the podcast i've literally only listened to like this one episode because i was like bored looking for a podcast to listen to and it was an interview with the like founder of the locks club do you know what that is no it's like a jewish dating app like it's i think a pretty small app anyways not important and at the end of the interview they're doing like this rapid style kind of like q a because like the guy that founded it he's single and he's like i don't know 23 24 or something and one of the questions that the podcast host asks is something along the lines of like is it a red flag if uh she like drinks soda or something that was it yes like that's what she asked and then i was listening to that and then he said he was like oh like just soda he's like or is it like a mixer or something and then she's like just soda and then he was like i just don't see like the girl that i'm like gonna end up with like drinking soda (laughs) oh and i was like what I'm weirded out that she even asked that question, that but then I'm thing. also more weirded out, like, is that, like, a thing? Right? That's what I was confused about. I was like, is this a thing that people, like, talk about? I've never once heard anyone, like, have soda being a red flag. It's okay, though. I guess the founder of Locks Club and me were just not meant to be, and that's fine. Okay. So, read me your personality again so I can make sure I have the opposite one pulled up. Defender ISFJA. Okay. I am on ENTP. This is the debater personality. So, a debater is a person with the extroverted, intuitive thinking and prospecting personality traits. They tend to be bold and creative, deconstructing and rebuilding ideas with great mental agility. They pursue their goals vigorously despite any resistance they might encounter. No one loves the process of mental sparring more than the debater personality type. It gives them a chance to exercise their effortlessly quick wit, broad accumulated knowledge base, and capacity for connecting disparate ideas disparate ideas to prove their points debaters are the ultimate devil's advocate thriving on the process of shredding arguments and beliefs and letting the ribbons drift in the wind for all to see they don't always do this because they're trying to achieve some deeper purpose or strategic goal though sometimes it's for the simple reason that it's fun so there's like a general overview but i think i'll also go to the strengths and weaknesses i think off the bat I mean, I'm not like you yourself are kind of a devil's advocate. (laughs) Kind of. I think that the only thing in terms of a relationship that would like stress me out is like if they really like to get into it. Like that's not. Yeah, there's a there's a stop relationship. (laughs) There's a point when it's like, okay, like we're done now. Like, I think that I have a pretty good balance of like knowing when a fight is worth it or not. Or like if something's just like not worth thinking two more thoughts about then i'm like okay we're over it Mm -hmm. so here's some uh, strengths that they have so they're knowledgeable quick thinkers original excellent brainstormers charismatic and energetic all good things and then Mm -hmm. the weaknesses very argumentative insensitive (laughs) like i would hate that intolerant i hate that the thing though is like you're gonna dislike any these are weaknesses. weaknesses yeah um can find it difficult to focus dislike practical matters hmm. Hmm. i mean like you said these are all weaknesses so i'm going to not dislike like them. them anyways mm-hmm. but yeah 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 okay what else you got Or what? Do you have anything else pulled up related to Myers-Briggs or other other things? No. I can try going to that Virgo Instagram I had pulled up and we can see. There was one thing. I mean, it was months ago at this point where someone had shared a Virgo thing to their story. And it was like, I felt weirdly called out by it. But I don't remember what it was or what it was about. I do remember I was on Pinterest and I saw the different zodiacs and like the houses they would want and the Virgo one was a white house with black trim. And if I haven't said that a million and one times, 
You're hearing it here first. I love White Houses with black trim. While Megan's pulling that up, I have a funny thing that I can tell you. I have to make it, though, so it, like, might not be funny in practice, but in my head it's funny. You know how Dad got that, like, hand grippy thing? Yeah. And if you guys are listening, my dad was at some, like, I don't know if he's at Walmart or what, but he's just shopping around. He sees, like, this hand grip counter thing to, like, increase grip strength. And since he had his neck surgery a couple years ago, his, is it his left hand? I don't even remember at this point. Yes. Just, like, feels weaker, and he has, like, uh, diminished, like, sensation and feeling in that hand. And so he's like, oh, I got this to, like, practice, like, you know, increase my grip strength, all that stuff. And he was doing that while I was sitting at the counter, and I took a video of him while he was, like, watching TV doing it. And I want to, like, take that and add it to the, like, make a TikTok with it and add, like, the Home Depot sound. (laughs) Does that seem like it would be funny? I don't know. You'd have to make it and then send it to me. Okay. I just thought I'd share that with the class. Okay. You talking just made me also think of, like, my daily life right now. And, you know, me and C don't really talk other than when we podcast and text on the regular. But I have another clinical thing that I'd love to discuss briefly. This is just something that I've noticed that, yeah. So there's a very, it's pretty common for patients to have this, like, personality type where, I'm work like I'm wa- walking through their exercises with them. I'm kind of telling them what to do, and like they will want to do it at like the hardest, most difficult level. And their only response to that is like, "Well, I want to do it if it makes me better." Like it could be related to <coughs> like weight. It could be related to a lot of the balance stuff that we do in between the parallel bars. It is okay if they have like tan like touching the railing intermittently or if they have their fingertips on it like we will work towards getting it so you don't have to do that but like they will make it so that they are doing it like with the worst possible form because they're like oh no like I want to do it to get better and I'm just like do other people not not have the sense of I need to do it right and then build up from that and not just like the hardest most difficult thing first like it's the same thing of like you have to literally tell patients like if I'm sending you home with these exercises to do because you did fine with them today. But if you go home and, like, they hurt when you do them, don't do them. But then patients yeah. will be like, well, I want to do it to get better. That's our data to and a like, well, yeah. It really but is. But to be like, well, if it's hurting, then it's like, probably right? not making it better. It's shocking to me. Like, our dad, he will talk all the time about, you know, how he does everything. He tries his very best with stuff and like he does like that is good to do but you also need to know when to stop reel it in pull it back like he has just gotten kind of back into going to the gym regularly and I think he does okay and like doesn't necessarily do stuff that is painful but I guess last when I was in Des Moines sometime this summer we were asking him stuff like that And, like, he did say that there were some things that he does that were painful because I remember we were trying to, like, modify some exercises with him. So we were like, don't do that, you know? You know what's funny? I have yet to go to the gym, like, with Dad, like I said I would. Oh, yeah. I forgot that you... I don't really even see that happening, though. You don't even go to the same gym anymore, do you? No, I go to the other one. Uh... That also reminded me what you just said. What was, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, dad said something that annoyed me today because I got back from my clinical. We were talking about some stuff and like some patients I saw. And I was talking about someone who they had an initial eval and they came in for like chronic migraines, neck pain, that kind of thing. And so I was talking to dad and he's like, well, did they t- like, did they try the chiropractor? And I was like, oh my God, dad, <laughs> how are you dad? going to sit right here in my face? And just, like, say, chiropractor, chiropractor, chiropractor. Nothing against chiropractors, but it's a little hurtful when your own family does that to you. Okay, so here's... And, like, I was, like, right after I said that, what I did was helpful. So I was, like, why does she need the chiropractor? He was, like, does she need, like, when can she get an x-ray? And I'm, like, she doesn't need an x-ray. Hold on. So what was the patient? Like, what did they It was migraine and neck pain. Sorry, I was, like, only half listening. There was a patient yesterday that came in for an initial eval and oh my god my calf almost started cramping 
Um, I, for initially evals, if I have the opportunity to, I like to look on the schedule and see if we have initial evals coming up so I know what to expect and, like, if I can do any preparation for it, I try to do at least, like, a little bit. And so I knew we had a person coming in with neck pain and it had, like, the ICD-10 code, which is just, like, it kind of classifies what the diagnosis is. And so I knew that it was going to be neck pain, um, but that's all I really knew. And when the person came in, it was neck pain with headache. And I was just like, I had looked at stuff the night before. I did my best to like prep for that stuff because we learned about neck and back and SI last semester. So I was able to do the subjective history pretty well, I think. And then I also uh, was able to suggest that we try... Uh, doing like some manual therapy, just like the upper trap and stuff. And then also I did a suboccipital release and she highly enjoyed that. I might have done some other stuff too, but that was like the main thing for headaches. And it was like, it was interesting because as soon as I did, I did the manual therapy first on her upper trap and that like felt pretty good. And then when I started moving up towards like her suboccipital region, she literally said like, whoa, I just got tingling in the places, like, where I get my headaches at. So I was like, whoa. You know what I was doing? So I did some manual stuff. Sorry, guys. We'll, like, finish this and we'll get back to (laughs) the personality stuff. Um, I was doing some, like, manual stuff with her on her trap. And, like, I'm not kidding. She was so hypersensitive that, like, I was, like, touching her trap to then, like, start to, like, increase pressure. And she was like, ow, like, that is, like, my headache. And I'm like, girly, I'm not even... (laughs) How do you even, like, work that out? I was, like, at this point, I'm, like, not even doing manual therapy. I'm just, like, pressing on her skin. But then, like, I held that for a sustained period of time. And she came in with 8 out of 10 headache. And she, like, when I was doing that, she said, oh, it's, like, a 2 right now. And I was, like, go me. I, I'm just kidding. I didn't really do that much. But, you know, her pain went down. You did what you were taught. And it reduced right? her <laughs> symptoms. Okay. So here's, I'm on the Virgo AF underscore Instagram account. Um, This was just the first one that popped up when I searched for Virgo stuff. And so I am going to read. It's just like a picture with like a bunch of things that Virgos supposedly do. And me and Sierra will talk through them. Are you going to go to that Instagram? I can, yeah. Because then I can just tell you what post I'm on. It's on the third most recent post. The person in the bathtub. So here are some things and we can... I'll read everything that's on the first page. Well, no, we can do it one by one. So, first one. A lone wolf mentality because they have trust issues. I don't feel like that's me. The burden of replying to texts. I honestly feel like I'm a really good replier to texts. I always make sure I reply to texts. Well, certain people would think otherwise, apparently. Oh, (laughs) I know what you're talking about. Uh, no, no, no. I think I'm good at responding when it warrants a response. I will say, though, if I read a text and I don't respond right then, there's a fat chance that I'm responding to that text because I will forget about it. Always standing their ground. I feel like I'm a pretty good stand my ground kind of person. I'm iffy about this one. Overall. I feel like yes, but also no. Like I'm Do you have like certain situations and I just feel like if it's something that I don't care that much about, then I'm like, okay, like we can do it your way. Well that's why I kind of feel like that's what it's automatically talking about, is stuff that you actually care about where you care. But then I also don't like confrontation. So if someone's like just as adamant, then I'm gonna be like, Okay, like we can do it your way. Yeah, I guess it It just kind of depends on how passionate you specifically are. Yeah. Like, I've always, like, we've talked about this before, of how, like, me and Sierra semi-somewhat don't believe that peer pressure is a thing. (laughs) Uh, But, like, at Maggie's 21st birthday, uh, we had, like, stopped in because we were just, like, doing a quick, like, hey, happy birthday before we were finishing driving to the lake. And one of Maggie's friends kept being like, oh, like, have a drink. I'll buy you a drink. And I just was like, no. And Sierra had the excuse that she could just be like, I'm the one driving. So no one kept asking her. 
but like this guy would not stop asking me and I was just like no shut up so I am good in those kinds of situations next one glowing up as a form of revenge I don't have anyone to get revenge on <laughs> I love a good glow no. up though that's what I was gonna say I'd love to have like little glow up I moments when I can like I imagine this being like glowing up like after a breakup or like something like that and I can't say I've ever experienced a breakup therefore never glown up after a breakup I certainly didn't change my appearance whatsoever when I had my breakup so do you ever feel weird being like oh like you had a boyfriend like you like had a breakup but you're like not really I feel disconnected <laughs> I feel like it happened but it didn't. I feel like I say that but like it didn't really affect me probably like it did other people with their first breakups or xyz whatever i don't know i just am kind of like it happened what do you think that means <laughs> i don't know like what does that say about me <laughs> as a person yeah this is a personality i feel like i podcast i just feel like i wasn't fully in it and so like it didn't mean as much to me <laughs> i don't know like i feel like like the personality trait was saying i liked this guy as like his personality was fine like we we're good when we hung out just like individually and so like that's why it was never like in my head of like mm, like let's break up because nothing was like wrong you know what I mean mm -hmm. but then also at the same time I was just like I felt like I knew like this wasn't going to be like the person I marry or anything and so as soon as I knew that it's like just well, like waiting <laughs> how invested can I be but yeah I still like wasn't the one to break up I... so what can I say I remember you texting me that you guys had broke up because I was at the apartment and you had just seen him. And then I was like, like, she seems fine. But like, what if she's like really sad? What do I do? Like as a supportive friend or sister? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> and then you walked into the apartment and you were just <laughs> chilling. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so we'll just carry on. I managed that pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Probably it. As best as you can. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, next one is saying, per my last email. I mean, I don't say that, but yeah. I do love email lingo. I love seeing those TikToks that are, like, making fun of how people respond to emails and, like, how it's all passive-aggressive or just, like, stuff that you, like, wouldn't ever actually say, but... Like, the amount of exclamation points I use in emails is ridiculous. Like, I always just want to sound so excited. <laughs> you know what's funny is everyone hates corporate America email lingo, and yet we all do it. We're all complicit. Or, like, if you were to say what you actually mean in an email, people would be like, that's so unprofessional. But, like, everyone knows what you mean. Yeah. Next one is judging your taste in music. I never no judge here's the thing taste. i'm never exactly never gonna judge your music taste whatsoever you know why i might not like it because i know people but judge people mine. are gonna judge mine right and i think i have great music taste yes. i have such good music taste for myself but everyone else would laugh although i will say in hawaii when i was on ox maggie i was playing at my like most played songs of 2020 and maggie liked my playlist so she's like this is a good playlist I was like, well, thank you. You know, it's funny. I just like talk songs. Pretty much exclusively listen to my on repeat playlist that Spotify just generates. And by virtue of doing that, it never repopulates songs. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I love it. I try to listen to like, sometimes I'll do, I have like a playlist that I never ever update. But if I have like certain songs that I like and just want to listen to over and over, I'll like make a new playlist of that and then listen to that until I get sick of it. And then sometimes... I'll go to my top songs of 2020 and then oftentimes what I like to do is I like to listen to the daily mixes because then that's a good a good switch up of songs that I either haven't heard or that I do listen to a lot or songs that I probably forgot about but didn't think of. So that's my preferred thing to do. All right, next one, niche indie films you wouldn't get. This is not, not me. me. I'm like top or like most popular movies is what i'm going to see 
you know, I could not tell you a single niche indie film I've ever seen. The last one is Reminiscing Lost Youth. I don't even know what this means. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Good. Yeah. This page literally has 227,000 followers. Yeah, I don't know if there's anything else on here. A lot of stuff is just like tweets. Um, here's one. The Virgo cycle. Needs social interaction. Interacts with people. Gets overwhelmed. Isolates. Gets lost, gets lost in own thoughts. Overthinks. Needs social interaction. I found one, actually. This is Virgo planning what to say in every possible conversation before making a phone call. Yeah. I called the dentist. Maybe that's a lot of people. I'm sure it's beyond Virgos, but like... I called the dentist. Um, I had to do it after work, too. Like, they closed it at 5, and I got off at 4. So I was like, it's now or never, baby. And I did it, and I scheduled my filling. Good job. And you know, something that mortified me today, but, like, it was not that big of a deal, but this thing also kind of relates to it. So here's the thing first. This is from their the Instagram page. Virgo, allow me to slip into something more comfortable. Gets in my car and leaves. Here's how this relates to my day today. I decided after getting off work to go straight to the gym. I have my gym clothes packed in my bag. And then I went to the gym, was changing, realized that I left my tennis shoes with my socks in the car. So then I was changed, but then I still had like my slip-ons from, that's like the shoes I wore to work. And so I walk back out and then what mortified me as well was that I, as I was leaving to go to my car to get my shoes, the person at the front desk was like, have a great day. And so I got in the car and I was genuinely just like, should I just leave? Should I just not work out right now? Come back another time. But then I put my tennis shoes on and I just was like, no, just go back inside and get to your workout, Megan. So I did. I did do that. I did not leave, but you know I funny? genuinely thought about it. You probably mortified them <laughs> by you doing that. <laughs> like, like, and you come back yourself, in and I was like, oh my God. Yeah, put yourself in their shoes and you're like, oh my God, I just said goodbye and now they're back. <laughs> what could they have expected? Who leaves and then comes back in? <laughs> I know, but I'm just like, uh. I put myself in their shoes and I know I would have been mortified because I'd be like, that's so embarrassing for me that they came back inside and I said goodbye to them. It was fine. It was fine. It was just in my head. Did they say anything? They kind of smirked. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, oh, okay, she's back. Okay, this is another one. Uh, love how socially acceptable it is right now to be antisocial with ordering food and just saying to leave it on the doorstep. I love that that's come out of the pandemic, and I have no doubt that it's going to stay. I really do enjoy that. You know, I don't get to use it that often because we live in an apartment. Uh, at Dad's house, we ordered pizza last week, and I checked leave it at the door, and they waited for me to come to the door. So they're not That's listening. so annoying. I was like, leave it at the door. Uh, I found a tweet. A Virgo will think and overthink, knowing the answers and all the steps to take. This is dumb. It just says something about meditation now. I didn't read it in advance. <laughs> If you guys are big into your zodiac signs, you should let us know, like, what facets of your life do you let that take over? Where does it apply to you? We should look at our daily horoscope. Hmm. We can see if it, if it fits for either of our days. I will pull it up. We would have the same one, right? Because we're both Virgos. Yeah. Daily Okay, I'm just doing astrology.coms. I don't know what's better, astrology.com or horoscope. I'm on horoscope.com, so I can pull that one up. Okay, I'll read mine first. So this is for August 4th, 2021. Don't be shy about making bold moves on the career front today. All eyes on your career, or all eyes are on your career trajectory as the versatile Gemini moon sweetly aligns with the visionary Jupiter. This pairing helps restore equilibrium and excitement to career 
projects that may have been derailed in recent days. Later, Luna dives into gentle cancer, directing your attention to the state of your friendships and community involvement. Hmm. I read that, and it just goes in one year and out the other. I heard career, and then I'm like, I'm on my clinical. (laughs) Right? That's the only thing that resonates with me. We did update. We did update channel art today. Mm. Is that a bold career move? It could be. Okay. I don't know. The one that I'm on, which is horoscope.com for today. What's happening in your usually amicable, amicable relationships, Virgo? It seems you're looking for a fight. What does amicable mean? Like friendly. Uh, Could it be that someone has stolen a leadership position from you that you wanted? You tend to like being at the head of the group and now you're confronted by resistance. So get involved in a new group project so that everyone will be reconciled. Think about going on a trip. (laughs) Okay. At least that one was more specific. Yeah, but it didn't resonate with me at all. At least, like, if you're going to... Well, it doesn't resonate with me at all, but if you're going to, like, give a prediction about your day, I feel like it needs to be an actual prediction. You know? I want them to be, like, at 4 (laughs) o'clock. You can expect some good news. (laughs) Right. Same. I just read another um, audiobook. I didn't read it, I guess. I haven't even touched Verity yet, because... All I've been doing is audiobooks recently. I It was All Your Perfects. It still is by Colleen Hoover. So, yeah. Is that your third Colleen Hoover audiobook? I've, I can pull up my app. I've listened to quite a few because I just like put them on double speed. And I have an hour and a half drive every day. So it kind of... I've also... Yeah, it is. So I have Regretting You... Maybe someday and all your perfects. Any of those so uh, must reads? Um, they've all been like okay. Maybe I'm trying to like now I've read so many of her books. I have to try and differentiate what ones are what. I know that none of them were probably as good as like uh some of her ones I read earlier on, but like that's also kind of like those are her those were her more popular books that I was reading first so kind of understandable oh gosh I'm trying to remember like they were all f- pretty good but just not my favorites I would recommend them if you wanted to try them out I also realized somehow because at first I had stuff on audible but then I made a free trial account and I used my credits with that so then it was done So then I got Scribed, which do you remember? That's the same website we got our like medical Mm -hmm. terminology book from. And so somehow I realized that it had like charged me for a month. So I canceled it now. But that's how I have like I can just get like free audiobooks now on this thing for like through August 26th. Okay. So that's what I'm trying to do. Anyone have... Any authors that are similar to Colleen Hoover, <laughs> let me know. Because I am I'm genuinely going to run out of her books. Eventually. Oh, my God. I just remembered a dream that I have or that I had. I don't know if it was last night or two nights ago. But, like, now that I remembered it, I'm like, wow, what a wild dream. I had a dream that you and I, like, Colleen Hoover specifically, was, like, she tweeted something or something saying, like, I will give $2 million to... Whoever, like, can solve this riddle or whatever within one of my books. And so she says, like, what book it is. It's, like, her new book. And you and I are, like, we're going to do this. So you and I end up, like, solving it and, like, send her. It's, like, a word that, like, we have to send her. And the word is paradise. I remember that from my dream. And we, like, get it right. So it's, like, we get, like, the $2 million. But then in my head, (laughs) this is what happened in my dream. She's, like okay, well, you get, like, $10 a day, roughly, and, like, it will eventually, like, total up to uh, $2 million. And in my dream, I was like, that doesn't sound right, but okay. That's all I remember from that, that dream. That doesn't sound right. I don't think it is right. <laughs> but. The, honestly, the book I finished today kind of frustrated me just because, and everyone, so all the reviews were saying stuff about how, like, it just really demonstrated, like, how 
much effort relationships are and blah, blah, blah. But, like, to be honest, when I was listening to the book, the I was probably not very empathetic towards the female character as, like, she wanted me to be because I just felt like the whole problem was lack of communication. And then, like, guess what? As soon as they communicated, <laughs> like, problem solved. Oh, but, my God. You know, the journey to get there is what it's all about. So. Um, I am reading they both die in the end or they they both die at the end it's something like that and i mean i'm I'm only like 50 pages in so i can't tell you whether or not i think it's good but what is bothering me it's like two different characters points of views and one of the characters uses the word like mad to like describe everything like like that's mad crazy like that's mad something and i'm like this is annoying there was one of the characters in one of the audiobooks i listened to recently and all they like, the amount of times they said epic and, like, described, like, the person as epic, I was just like, no. Stop. <laughs> Come up with another adjective, please. Yeah. Okay. Did you have anything else? I don't know. I'm like, what are we even talking about right now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Dreams, books, book talk. It's all related. People are just here to listen to us chat. We can talk about whatever we want to. Yeah. And I do have to say, guys, I don't know if you could tell throughout this episode, but the internet has not been our friend with our FaceTime call. So I just hope that it comes together. I think it will, because I don't think we're having too much lag. But Well, on my end, you'll be like silent for five seconds, and then you speed up like times 20 to catch up to where you are. So I'm like, okay. Well, it's been pretty okay on my end, I think. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode, whatever it was. And you now can leave comments related to books, your zodiac signs, your personality, break, type. personality types, Olympics, clinical-related stuff. Anything and everything. And good news is that we only have one more podcast episode that we are planning on recording separately. Congratulations, you guys were almost through it. Um, And we will talk to you guys next Thursday. Bye. Bye.